the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk here, branch manager and senior loan originator at Essex Mortgage NMLS 694427. Joining you as always to bring to your listening attention the interesting things happening in home lending, the changes that are affecting our market, strategy and concepts that uh, I hope will help you in your real estate endeavors. As always, this show is here for you, our listeners, to help you gain tactic and skill and come up with a strategy to achieve your goals. I tell all of my clients, I make no decisions for you. My role is to provide you with the education and information you deserve so that you can make informed decisions that you feel good about. I have lots of conversation with listeners from our show and I'm honored to have the position of hearing what it is you're going through and being sought after for advice and guidance and strategy. If you have questions, if you need strategy, if you're looking for a way to achieve something and you're not getting options with an S from your local big box lender or your local credit union, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. 831-435-0385 is my direct phone number. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com is my email. And you can always find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. We have another great show for you to wrap up this year. And we want to start by looking back at what our weekly challenge was. The last week's challenge was to look at, think about, dream about, and write out what are your goals for 2023. Now, the holiday hustle and bustle is a very difficult time for some people to be able to really allow themselves to dream, daydream even. And I spoke with a good many of you who said that you you found yourself exploring this concept, sitting in traffic, standing in line at the checkout register, um, on hold waiting for tech support. That was a good one. And just having that opportunity to really think about how you would like to improve your life in the coming year and, and your financial situation. And obviously, as it pertains to this show, your real estate goals, um, your your greater goals. Some people called and told me that their their goals were not really aligned with real estate lending, but some had some faction of touch to the market, and um, and that was great because it really gave me an understanding of sometimes how the show that they're listening to makes them think about other actions that they can take and other factions of their life that this information is um, is beneficial for. I had a great call from Myra. 
Myra was one of those people, she said, you know, she's not in the position to buy a house just yet, but she really listens to the show. Thank you for listening. And really wants to make sure that in the coming year that she gets really good about managing her debt, gets out from under any of the high interest and was looking for sort of an understanding of what my take would be on how to help her get those first steps taken. She said she's made all of her payments, but she just feels like with interest rates going up, she's finding herself sort of struggling more. And so we talked about seeking out 0% offers for the debt that she has, um, you know, checking first with her own institutions to see, do they have a 0% balance transfer? As, as silly as it sounds, if you have two institutions that you have accounts with and you have relatively low balances on them, sometimes they'll offer that balance transfer and you can flip-flop the debt from one institution to the other and end up with zero or low percent interest rate for a period of time that really makes it easier for you to chip away at those balances. Now, if you don't have any cash to be able to pay these accounts, that's a totally different set of circumstances. And um, that's where credit counseling, consumer credit counseling would come into play. And that's something else that we talked about. And that affords people the ability to claim hardship. And uh, I did uh, have a conversation with Ted, one of our callers who said that he just lost his job and he was absolutely distressed about how he was going to be able to manage this debt. And we talked about consumer counseling and how they help you by um, working with the organizations that you have debt through to get very low interest rates. You do end up closing the account so you can't take out additional debt, which obviously makes sense. If you're claiming hardship, you're, you're closing those accounts, but you continue to make a payment and your credit score will continue to um, stay in good standings. Now, initially, your credit score will come down because your available debt is reduced when you close credit cards. But as you reduce those balances over time and you don't have late payments and you don't have derogatory or negative credit issues, your credit score will be able to rebound and you'll be able to reestablish good debt later when you have the, the means and the ability to, to pay on it. Uh, I had a great conversation. So to finish up with Myra, uh, you know, those were some good steps for her to be able to take, to look at 0% offers, to look at balance transfers, and really to just you know, be considerate of utilizing debt going forward for what it is that she's paying for in cash, not buying things that she doesn't have the ability to pay for. That's the best use of debt. Uh, and, you know, I, I know that's hard for to say in some capacity. Some people will put things on their card with the hopes that they'll be able to pay for it later. And But the reality is that's the best use of your debt is not just to spend what you don't have, but to allow yourself that leveraging opportunity with the concept that you have the ability to pay it in a short period of time. So thank you, Myra, for, for that. And uh, we have a scheduled call to touch base here in June so that we can find out exactly how she is doing with that. Now, I received uh, through a listener of our show, Elena from Redwood City, referred her friend Joe to me. Joe had wanted to purchase an investment property and was a very loyal credit union member. And Joe had taken his, he self-employed, had taken his tax returns into the bank on multiple occasions, had asked to speak to the manager and was told the same thing each time that his tax returns did not support his ability to make a purchase in the size, purchase wise and loan amount that he wanted to make um, in order to expand his portfolio. And they did not offer him any other 
options. And so he just sort of went about the sad assumption that that was it for him. There was no no other way. And so Elena had said, you need to call and talk to Misha. So he spoke with me. He was very hesitant at the beginning. So Joe, I really thank you for your time. Um, we walked through the conversation and I listened to all of what he was told. And in between all of what he was told, I was taking note of what he hadn't been told. And so for all of you out there who have been in and applied for a loan, and you were told that the institution you were sitting with did not have an option for you, and they gave you no other option, I want you to understand that was one institution, and that was one set of parameters. And I use this analogy a lot, but if you walked into a, a fast food burger restaurant and tried to order pizza, if they didn't have it on the menu, they would say, there's none for you here. They might not say to you, there's pizza down the street. And that's the same thing that happens a lot of times within financial institutions. They aren't cross-trained on what's available in the greater market. And their job is to sell you what they have. So um, for Joe, he just kept getting the same answer because he kept going to the same institution. And we had a great conversation where I explained to him the variety of options that were actually available to him using non-traditional financing. And Joe has the ability to capture the type of property that he's looking for right now. He just had to step out of the same line of thinking that he'd been following and expand the circle of people that he was talking to about this topic. And while I respect the goal of wanting to work with your local credit unions and your local big box lenders that you have a banking relationship with, if that institution is not able to offer you the opportunity that benefits you most, then bring them your checking accounts, bring them your savings accounts. If your investments are there and doing well, fantastic. Um, but if they don't have the specific financial product for you, don't hinder yourself by staying within their walls just to be that loyal. So that's some, definitely something to take into consideration. I, I Finally, I'll wrap up here with Marcos. Now, Marcos wanted to buy up. He's been seeing more properties in the market that fit his family's needs. He bought a smaller home a few years ago and wanted to make sure that he was ready for that commitment and that it was a comfortable payment for him. And he uh, didn't see anything over the last few years that really spoke to his family's needs. He's now seeing that there are more properties on the market. And he feels like there might be less competition out there. And he's looking to really expand. His worry was selling and then having to buy all at the same time. And so Marcos and I had a great conversation about the opportunity to both rent the property that he has now and receive income from that and retain that property while buying another. And likewise, selling that property and making another purchase and having what's called a seller in possession or a rent back situation where he stays in that property for a specific period of time after the closing so that he didn't feel like he had to make this time frame work of an immediate sell and immediate buy all coordinating within you know, days of each other. So there's opportunity for you as a buyer and as a seller to really negotiate how that transfer of property works and working with your realtors and your professional team Almost all of the things you're looking to achieve can be achieved. You just need to set that expectation in advance. So Marcos is happily out shopping for his family's next home with the opportunity to be able to rent his current home, 
he knows what his buying power is. He knows how much his buying power increases if he sells that property outright and has additional down payment, but also has minimized debt obligation on that property. So he was a very happy person thinking about what he could do for his family in the coming year. It's definitely something worth discussing with your professionals. And whether you go back to the realtor who helped you purchase the property in the first place, or whether you have a trusted realtor within your circle of influence that you want to go to and explore all of what's available to you, discover what type of properties are out there, talk about your hopes and dreams, and allow the professional team that supports you to come together and create a plan that you can follow that will help you be successful in your financial endeavors and your real estate goals. That's what we are here for. That's what we're here to do is to help you achieve. And the more you reach out to us and tell us what your goals are and how we will come up with a plan of how you can begin to achieve them. It's really important though that you know that you have support and that you have trusted allies in this industry across your real estate and title and escrow and lending portfolios. There are a number of people and the majority of them are here with the sole concept of helping you get where you need to go. And it's really why we're in this industry and why we enjoy what we do is because we get to see how the efforts of our day-to-day job really impact the people in our community. And it's, it's beneficial for us all to work as a team. If you have questions, if you're looking to make a, an upgrade in property, if you're looking for additional strategy, 831-435-0385 is my phone number, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. Well, interesting news about the champagne sales. I hope that all of those out there listening will take advantage of the opportunity to celebrate in the coming year and allow us to be part of that celebration. We have with us today a fantastic caller, Shamika Fox. Shamika, how are you today? Shamika, are you with us? I am. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you now. Sorry about that. Maybe I'm, I'm not pushing all the right buttons over here. How are you doing? Technology. I'm right. great. Absolutely. How are you? I am well, thank you. Shamika, please tell all of our listeners who you are and what you do. Absolutely. My name is Shamika Fox, and I'm the CEO owner of Fox Realty Group, brokered by EXP Realty, and I am a realtor in Santa Cruz County. Fantastic. Now, Shamika, you have some great listings to share with our listeners. I do, yeah. We have two listings that are currently on the market and one listing that we've withdrawn for the holidays, but it is still available. So I'll start with that one first. We have 1600 Nelson Road, which is just on the outskirts of Scotts Valley. It's a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath, 1,455 square feet, just over five acres. You can have up to 10 horses on the property. It's a single level home, full sun, southern exposure. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, That is withdrawn for the holidays, but it will be back after the holidays. And if somebody is interested and wanted to see it now, then they are more than welcome. You just have to reach out to me and I would be happy to set that up. Um, We also have a very cute 
three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,323 square feet on just over a quarter of an acre in La Selva Beach. The address is 21 Ulta Drive, and this is a single-level home. There's ocean views, actually, for 1,289,000, which is rare. Um, And it's just, it's cute. It's in an established neighborhood. There's lots of privacy. I absolutely love La Selva Beach. In fact, that's where my husband and I got married. So I would live there and I'm excited for whoever gets to buy this house. And then the last one that we have until after the new year is um, 21970 Bear Creek Way. And that is in Los Gatos County, um, but on the border of Boulder Creek or Santa Cruz County and Los Gatos. And that is technically a one bed, one bath, just under 1,200 square feet on 1.35 acres. There's two parcels and it really lives more like a three bed, two bath, but the county recognizes it as a one bed, one bath. And that one's listed for 607650. It is a probate sale, so if you have questions, call me, and I would be happy to discuss what that entails. Um, but it's cute, and it could be cuter. And that's all we Wonderful. have for the holidays. Well, that's still quite a bit. Those are all great properties. <laughs> I've looked at each of them, and they all have very unique and special appeal in some way, and I'm sure we'll make a, buy- a buyer very, very happy here. Now, Shamika, you and I were talking earlier about the the amazing year that everyone is going to have next year. So tell me, what are your plans for 2023? And, you know, what would you give as your your guidance and your advice for the listeners out there? Yeah, for 2020, I'm, I'm excited for 2023. The last two years have been fast and furious and have really negated or partially negated the time that I love to take to actually connect with my clients and with my sphere of influence. Um, just because you answer your phone at six in the morning and then you're working all day until like 7 p.m., it was really hard to keep up with the uh, fun networking and social aspect and people aspect of real estate, which is the reason that I'm in the business and what I really love about it. So I'm excited going forward to get the opportunity to reconnect with everybody, to do more networking, to do more business, uh, local business promotion in the Santa Cruz area and just really highlight the beautiful things that Santa Cruz has to offer and bring our community together in a new facet. So I'm, I'm excited about 2023. I, I love it. I have, as you were talking, my heart and my head were both nodding, saying yes to all of that. <laughs> uh, the, the environment was such a fast-paced one that it was really, um, you know, a, a matter of function for a lot of us and uh, time management. And now it's really about getting to back to the basics and really the the foundation for why we're here. Like you said, I'm here for the people and to help them achieve their goals. What would you say is your exactly. your best advice for, for sellers who are still thinking about it and then for buyers? For sellers, I would suggest you ignore the last two years of data. Um, I think that yeah. that is very skewed um, and really look back past like 2019 and be ready to be patient. The last two years really fostered this. I will put my house on the market at whatever price I want, and I'm going to get that and then some, and I'm going to get that offer before we even actually hit the market. So just be ready to be patient. Real estate agents are going to need to dig back deep into 
their repertoire of how do you market effectively the listings. And also, we're going to need to have patience because literally you would breathe the address of a property and you'd have 10 offers above, above the list price. So have patience mm-hmm. and um, really look at the data in a full, complete picture, not the skewed data of the last 21 and 22 uh, years. Uh, and then for Excellent. buyers, I would say now is what you've all been telling me you've been waiting for as far as a market that is prepared to allow you to go back to offering a price that feels comfortable for you, keeping contingencies so that you can have the time to do the due diligence and make an effective and smart decision when buying a new home and just really rely on the professionals. Choose the right professionals that you feel comfortable with and rely on them to guide you and lead you to the process of home ownership. I still believe in it. I think it's the best way to build wealth. You never hear about people who bought a house 5, 10, 20 years ago who are like, shoot, our house that we bought for $70,000 is now worth $1.7 million. So um, (laughs) it's a really good way to build generational wealth. It really is. Thank you, Shamika. Please remind all of our callers how to get in touch with you. Absolutely. Um, Google my name. I'll come up anywhere you look. Shabika Fox. Um, I'm on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, every social media platform you can find. And it's all my name, S-H-E-M-E-I-K-A. Last name is Fox, F-O-X. And I will answer my phone anytime you call, which is 831-588-2334. And our web address is yoursantacruzrealestate.com. And there's a bunch of places on our website that will give you our phone number and email addresses. So feel free to reach out there as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for participating. We look forward to having you again. Thanks, Nisha. We're going to take a break. Oh, you too. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap up on this last year, and as Shamika was so eloquently articulating, these last few years have just been so interesting and such a challenge in major ways and testing the infrastructure of of all systems uh, and even the human ones, uh, especially. And so in looking at your real estate goals for 2023 and in looking at what it is you'd like to do with your current portfolio, if you have one, or how to achieve a portfolio, if you'd like to have one, the benefit of now is that buyers are seeing more option and they're seeing more option in property. They're seeing more option as far as bedroom, bathroom, square footage count and at the price point that makes them feel like they are getting a better deal out of it. I know the buyers that I spoke with at the end of the summer, they were taxed, they were tired, they'd been shopping for years, the competition was so stiff, and now they were starting to see some relief and they were getting excited about how many more properties were available to them, how the competition had cooled some. And even with interest rates taking a jump and coming, uh, settling back down somewhat, we are seeing a lot more buyers out there who are happy about their shopping experiences. And that is really what we love to see. This, I believe, homeownership should be a good thing for your life. It should bring happiness to you. It should bring joy. And if structured correctly, that's the way you achieve it. 
And so for the buyers out there or the people who are prospective buyers, the formal pre-approval process is definitely the best way to go. Now, a lot of people say, well, I'm concerned about giving my information and providing an application. What if I don't get approved? The concept here is knowledge is power. If you have the knowledge of what you are approved for, and it's not what it is you're hoping to achieve, then we structure a path for you to get where you would like to go. But we have to have a baseline. We have to have an understanding of what your, what your information makes you privileged to today before there's any plan, because that gives us a foundation to work off of. Now, if you're looking to make a primary home investment and live there at, at least for the next year, this is a great thing for you to do and begin now. Get yourself formally pre-approved. Allow them to pull credit. Allow your income to be reviewed. Allow your employment to be verified. Look at your assets and verify everything. And then once you are given a maximum purchase power that you can go out shopping for, begin living as if you're making that payment already. Even while you continue to pay rent, set aside that maximum purchase power payment every month, pay your rent from it, and feel how that feels to live without adding to your credit cards, without diminishing your lifestyle in such a way that makes you unhappy. This is really how you try something on for size. And the biggest investment that you will make in your lifetime, it's really important that you try this on for size and you're really sincere and genuine with yourself on how does this actually work for me? Does it work for me? Are there things that I'm spending money on that I could minimize in order to make this payment more feasible, more comfortable, uh, or even more realistic. The expenses that you will incur in owning a home, if you are renting right now, the differences might be you might not pay all of your water and sewer and garbage. You might not pay all of your electricity. You might not pay your you know, Wi-Fi bill. These are realistic expenses. So when I talk with buyers, we talk about every expectation of expense coming into play. And even for the concept of some people who were explaining to me that they were in their later years in life and they really wanted to buy a home with a beautiful garden, but they knew that their physical incapacities would keep them from gardening. And so we had, we got quotes from gardeners. What would you think it would be for you to maintain this garden and, and manage this space effectively because we wanted to take into consideration all of the potential expenses that we could think of that would have been reasonable. That is not part of the total qualification process for a loan. And when I talk with clients about getting qualified and getting pre-approved, we talk about those expenses. Do you have health needs Do, uh, that require that you set aside money for medications, for treatments? Do you have a specific physical fitness regimen that requires memberships to specific clubs or um, you know, yoga studios? Do you have dietary restrictions that require that you maintain certain types of foods that might be more expensive? These are all the things that we want you to take into consideration. They aren't part of the formal qualification process, but they are an integral part of your life functioning well. And your life functionings well should be able to happen with you while you own a home. If you would like more information about what you personally qualify for, please contact me directly, 831-435-0385. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Mesha. 
with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Hi, right, Bay Area. One of the things that I receive a lot of calls about is for people looking to help their families. And whether it's parents looking to help their children or children looking to help their parents, aunts and uncles and cousins, it's definitely a topic that gets addressed on many, many days in my office. And one of the things that I always like to remind people is that if it makes good financial sense and it helps the other person achieve what they need, but it can't be lopsided. Um, you know, oftentimes when you're helping someone, they're already in a distressed position. And that really ends up meaning that one person rescues the other, which can lead to a lot of different emotions and different feelings. And it's really a, a matter of trying to keep things all on the table so that everyone can walk that needed transaction in transparency. And so that brings me to the topic of this segment, which is about financial conversations in the home and amongst your family members. The holidays are an amazing time to get together with family and friends. And I know that there are always some taboo topics that come up when you're sitting around the table. Uh, I would hope, and I, I always implore my clients to make sure that they keep finances as one of those topics that they can remain open and honest with, particularly amongst the parent-child relationship and and even in the younger generations, you know, teaching them financial literacy, teaching them about responsibility and showing them how to invest wisely and being open to the changes of the times. Oftentimes, because of generational differences, there's a lot of resistance that's met when it comes to financing. And in older generations, the concept that you should be able to own your home and that you should want to pay off your home in full is, is to be able to hand it off to other generations was something that was very common. And in present day, that's just not the case a lot of the time. Likewise, with debt, older generations, debt was considered a bad thing. And in current generations, it's imperative. Having debt and having an understanding of debt and how to negotiate debt and um, utilizing debt to your best benefit is how we are in more modern times, making the most of the availability of debt so that you can expand on your personal portfolio without having to come with hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in cash. So please keep that conversation open and keep those communication lines open and be willing to learn something new. Oh, we have Daniel on the line. Daniel, how are you today? Well, at any rate, uh, Daniel might be able to come back with us in another moment. Um, but that communication about finances and about debt and about money is a hot button item. And so I would encourage you, if you're looking for how you begin that conversation or how to have that conversation in a non-confrontational way, give me a call, let, you know, give me a temperature reading on the people that you're speaking with and definitely be open to having conversation, uh, particularly if you're in in a contract to buy. Oftentimes I have clients that they tell people, oh, I, we're buying a house and um, family members are more than willing to help them with some sort of gift or contribution. Um, even just lining up helping hands to move from one place to another is of benefit when you take the time to have the conversation about it in an I'm so excited about my future kind of way. And that's definitely something that we want to help you be prepared for. As far as 
moving on to the next phase of that conversation and why it's important to have that topic be open is because we don't want any shadows. We don't want any secrets being uh, held and harbored. And definitely we want to make sure that people are comfortable that need to be comfortable. And then there are parties who just simply don't need to participate in the conversation if they're not going to bring a positive aspect or any type of contribution to it. And that's a reality that we also deal with a lot too. Um, so I, I think we might have Daniel back with us. We will have to connect with Daniel. I, I think he has another property to bring to us as he always highlights those properties that are just magnificent. We'll catch up with Daniel on another time. Um, when it comes to purchasing an investment property, it's a different set of circumstances than if you were planning to occupy that property as a primary residence. In occupying a property as a primary residence, there are specific rules and regulations that are required. When it comes to an investment property, there are a wide variety of different lending options that are available to you, more so than in primary residence lending. And there's a lot of different ways that we can structure creatively a transaction that will work for you. As we spoke about at the top of the hour with Joe, who was looking to buy an investment property, there's a multitude of ways for you to achieve that. There are bank statement loans. There are profit and loss only loans. There is the, something called the debt service loan. And at this point, the debt service loan is, has become so commonplace that it's surprising to me when people haven't heard about it yet. And that is when that property specifically carries its own expense. There's a credit score, minimum credit score qualification. There's a minimum reserve requirement. And then the property must appraise at the purchase price. Uh, and then the appraiser determines what the market rent would be on a month to month basis uh, based on a yearly lease. And so it's really a very simplified process. There are the allowance for less than 100% coverage on rent, meaning that your intended rent could cover up to 75% of the intended expense, principal interest taxes and insurance on the property, and you still qualify for that loan. There's an opportunity out there that very likely fits all of your budgets and all of your needs. And we just need the opportunity to sit down with you, discover what it is you're looking to do and help you craft a plan to achieve it. If you are interested in finding out what you would qualify for in an investment property, please give me a call. 831-435-0385. We're gonna take a break. And we'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. For those of you who are listening to this show and you are dedicated listeners, I would like to thank you for your ears and for your time. Um, this is my favorite part of the show and this is the weekly challenge. And to wrap up our 2022 year and looking forward to 2023, this challenge is to really know your numbers. And as we head into times that have been financially challenging these last several months and times that were challenging for a multitude of reasons over the last few years, I ask you to think positively about your futures and to allow yourselves the opportunity to explore your goals and dreams and let me know how I can support you in achieving these. So in knowing your numbers, for those of you who want to buy, expand on your portfolio, acquire additional properties, help that family member who is relaying distress, um, all of these are important things to do with your life 
and to achieve with your financial status and knowing your numbers really matters. So please, let's talk about it. Formal pre-approval is not just for purchase. It is also in refinance. It is also in acquisition of property where you're helping someone else. So having someone look at your numbers in advance of an actual transaction is never a bad thing. Gather all of your documents up, be prepared to share the most recent 30 days of pay stubs, your most recent two years W-2s or 1099s or K-1s. Be prepared to provide your tax returns, two months of all of your bank statements, including all those blank pages that say left blank intentionally. Those pages always get me. Be prepared to provide government-issued photo ID. Be prepared to provide in your application your full and legal name and formally apply. Give yourself the opportunity to learn what is out there for you and how you can go about achieving those dreams. If you have provided that information to someone and were not provided a path or a definitive answer, then I ask that you come and work with the professionals here at Essex Mortgage and learn the difference that Essex Mortgage provides. We are all built from the same cloth and that's education is the foundation of our business. We provide education to our clients. We show them the way and we teach them what it is that they are privileged to now with their current situation and how they can get to a better position to achieve if it's not within that purview of what they are available for today. Oftentimes people say it's a a stressful process because these are documents and numbers and information that they don't share with the people in their lives. And, or they tell me they've had this conversation and talked about it with their hairdresser, their, their bartender, their favorite delivery driver. All of these people may have their own personal experience, but their information is going to be different than yours. Even for having conversation with people who used to be in the business. I can't tell you how many times I had conversation with a person who might be talking with their grandparents their great aunts and uncles, and they talk about their what it was like for them to buy 30, 40, 50 years ago. And it sours the current day buyer because the situation is so dramatically different and the numbers were so much smaller back then. It is something that you deserve to have your customized information about, and I am here to give it to you. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com is my email. You can also contact me on Facebook or LinkedIn. It is important that you understand this information is kept confidential. There are a few people who actually do see your information throughout the process, but it's all on a business need to know basis. And all of your documentation is kept in encrypted format um, so that your information is safe from public viewing. Now, in the name of safety, I always encourage people not to send documents via email. As funny as it sounds, they say fax is more secure than email. Why? Because people don't sift through if they hack into your email and look at faxes. They really are looking for emails that have very identifying subject lines. Here are my tax returns. Here is my driver's license. But um, you can use a variety of encrypted formats in order to get your documentation over, including the online loan application, which most institutions and lenders offer at this time. Having your documents in digital format is going to be your friend because everything has to be converted to a digital format anyway. There's no need for you to drive and spend your time sitting in the car and sit at a desk in front of a person 
when you can do all of this from the comfort of your living room. Now, I encourage all of my clients uh, to sit back, make themselves a cup of something they'll enjoy, whether it's tea or wine or coffee or just a glass of ice cold water to sit through the conversation that we're going to have. We can have all of that same conversation without you having to spend any of your time driving to and from. The review of your documentation can be done in advance so that we can have articulate discussion about what I see within your paperwork. And then we can have that further conversation about how much would you like to spend? Because I think that's something that people forget in this. They feel subject to, I have to spend this much. But you can make a budget and you can set yourself on those sites and then you can shop to that budget. And it's definitely attainable. And it's something that I find that people really need that permission to do. They don't have to buy up and outside of their own range of comfort. They do need to think about what their life is going to look like going forward. And what are those life changes that are going to come into play? Are they available? And do they have the financial capacity to maintain their lifestyle and manage going forward? And so we have some deeper dive questions that we ask in order to make sure that someone is comfortable. And then we touch base with them and check in on them and you know explore that opportunity. And that's why setting that money aside, once you figure out your purchase power and making a determination of does this work for my budget or what can I adjust within my budget in order to ensure that I'm comfortable and happy and successful, those are all those really important questions. And if you have a budget already, that's great. But if you don't, we can also help you by getting you on the path to creating one. And I do really encourage all of the, my couples to make sure that they, and I ask all of the couples who apply, have you had conversation about your finances? Do you each know about each other's credit? Do you each know about each other's income and your assets? And oftentimes I hear yes, and the answer is actually no. So please be prepared to share that information with any applicants that you are applying with, um, or be very clear that no, you are not looking to share information verbally with in each other's uh, application process, but you want to be a qualified to same anyway. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. I wish you all the safest and happiest New Year's Eve, and I will speak to you again come 2023. Be well and stay safe, Bay Area. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.